Agenda setting conversations of the day. Well, we'll take your calls on that too, of course, on 086-000-2032. One of the conversations we've been looking at in the last little while is about is what's been happening in our inner cities. And of course, we've had huge issues around decay in our inner cities. And why have we seen in some places um, what people describe as decay? So hijacked buildings, things like that. Dr. Hendrik Konoradi is a public policy analyst who's been looking at this question and how to turn our inner cities around. Dr. Konoradi, good morning. Uh, good morning, Mr. Grutus. Thank you for your invitation and for your program. Please, please, may I ask you to call me Stephen? Um, the the okay. when we talk about what we see in so in in some of our inner cities, and we see you know people not paying uh, lights and water, we see hijacked buildings, we see rubbish on the streets, we see problems on the roads too. Sometimes, how do we turn all of that around? And I mean, the first point obviously is that it's a big job. Yes, no, it's a very big job, uh, Stephen. Um, how do you turn all of that around? It's, it's, it's not an easy task, of course. Uh, do you mind if I quickly say something about the recent uh, disaster Please. in Johannesburg, the, hi- the hijacked building? So, so that is such a tragic uh, thing that happened there, and, and uh, we don't want more of those uh, incidents happening in the future, obviously. So I think it's going to be very critical that uh, the City Council of Johannesburg uh, should be asked uh, if, if perhaps by the media, uh, should be asked uh, which other buildings are in such a bad state there in the Joburg uh, CBD. Uh, is there a list of such buildings? Uh, you know, and then what should happen is that there should be council uh, should be a council decisions uh, that people uh, occupying those buildings should be moved out of those buildings so that they, there is no other way. Uh, people should then receive at least then temporary accommodation if possible, but people should receive notice that the buildings have um, should are, are dangerous and that the buildings should be vacated. So that, that is the, that's the only thing that uh, that is something that must happen actually very urgently. So, so you need a council decision and then you need the city uh, manager who's the accountable person. Uh, to implement that decision. And then you have to give notice to those uh, occupants of those buildings, give them reasonable notice, two, three months or whatever, and, and inform them that, look, you will have to find there are uh, temporary accommodation somewhere, whatever the case, but you're going to, on a certain date, you're going to have to vacate this building so that we don't have uh, similar disasters uh, taking place. Uh, and uh, and that is the only way I see to that we don't have something like that in future. In terms of turnaround of inner city uh, issues, you know, so of course there are many causes of the inner city decay, and one of the biggest is corruption. And uh, uh, at, at, at municipalities, unfortunately, uh, some of some councillors and some uh, senior managers are corrupt. They're not busy with the work they should be busy with. They're busy with other things, unfortunately. Uh, which we know what they what they are. If you look at the Auditor General reports uh, of municipalities, uh, some municipalities it doesn't look good. So they're not. Unfortunately, the the main thing is that the 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 senior officials, the the senior management, they're not doing their work. In fact, so they must start to do their work. Uh, there's nothing like a shared blame that the minister recently minister uh, Umbuzo uh, Tsabeni, or the minister in the presidency that she mentioned about shared blame, the community must take part of the blame. That that doesn't exist. 
the government, the municipality, they are responsible for, for this, uh, this situation. And simply what must happen and how you should and how you can appro approach this is you need to identify pr fairly small precincts in the inner city. So a few street blocks and you put 24-hour security, uh, you put cameras, you put feet on the ground. And, and, and so you establish order and security in those precincts. Uh, so there's, for the problem buildings and hijack buildings, there's a context. But, you, but that is essentially, in principle, what I found also through my research, uh, my, my doctoral research that I've done. I looked at cities, and that is, uh, I looked at cities in South Africa, various cities, and, and, and we, cannot, we cannot just let, 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 uh, let it carry on like this. So we need to stand up. We need strong leadership. And uh, we need strong, stronger management. So you so, talk. So, so that is the, how I see it. Yes. You, you talk about sort of <clears> starting <throat> with a cup, you know, with a block or a small area or a precinct. So you sort of start small and you focus there. So, so we know that um, you know one hijacked building often means that other buildings in that area will become hijacked too. It sort of spreads. You can make it spread the other way. Is is, is the point? You can apply the cure in exactly the same way. Yes, no, absolutely. I think, look, if you can, if you can sort out one precinct, one, one manageable precinct, it shouldn't be too, too big, a few street blocks. Uh, if you can, if you can get that under control, you establish order there, uh, and, and clean up the area and people can't just sell drugs openly there in the streets. So you need a 24, a 24 seven, uh, security solution. Yes, then you can go to another, uh, a precinct or you can do a few of them in parallel you don't have to uh, wait a year before you start with the other precincts but that is essentially what you have to do and that and, and that is the only way having said that there are some areas that are so far gone that um, that that is really difficult to 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 get under control uh, so one must look where there is a bit of potential for, remember, we want to see economic development as well, uh, job creation, tourism, tourist development. So if, so one must look at those areas, I think, uh, also where there's, uh, there's potential for tourism, economic development, so that coffee shops, restaurants can open up again, businesses can return. So you also stimulate the economy. So, so, so you turn around the whole situation, yes. And, and this type of solution can also work in many, many small towns across the country where you have the, the, the town square areas that's now run down, but that you sort of uh, establish a precinct, you get your right players and you, you, you get your stakeholders around the table. Uh, and often that, that, that initiative will have to be taken by the private sector. So by the, in, unfortunately, where you have a weak uh, government, a weak municipality, Private sector, ratepayers, uh, associations, etc., business people, community people. There are many good people who want to do these things, and that is how we can start to 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 turn things around. And we have to we have, we have yeah. to to do that. Dr. Hendrik yes. Konradi, thank you, research associate at the Durban University of Technology, did a PhD in turning around inner city decay. Nine minutes to eight.